0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new video. Where today we return once again with, of course, more Knowing Wheel. It's the run-up to Christmas, of course. Apparently, there's been a football tournament going on, and I seem to have been joined. Been joined. I think he's flown in from Qatar. It is. Um, I forgot his name. Fabio Capella has <laughs> joined me. I ruined wow. my own roast. Wow. We literally to started that joke a minute ago. We did. And you've already we butchered did. It. I have butchered the joke, sadly. Yes, but how how are we doing, mate?
1: I'm good, I'm I'm pleased that uh, Leo Messi is the GOAT, and yeah,
0: excited to talk about f one in the depths yeah. of winter, but here we are. Exactly, exactly, and I tell you what, because of course the World Cup being on as well, no one seems to have been talking about Formula 1 recently, there are, there are a few news stories uh, to go over as we head into, I think this is episode 91 or 92 of the No When We Are podcast, we are getting very, very close to our centenary episode, we've got a lot planned for that, Um, So definitely, you know, if if you're not already, please make sure you give us a follow on Spotify and like the video here on YouTube. Um, But yeah, of course, we've we've got a few bits of news to go through. You know, the last couple of weeks, we've been trying to sort of slowly build up news uh, to get into one episode. And then we've sort of got a fun little Christmas, not quite Christmas themed thing, uh, but World Cup themed thing as well on the channel today. So, Jamie, start us off. What on earth has been going on with F1 Team Principles?
1: Yeah, happily they all uh they waited until the time between us recording last week's podcast and the podcast releasing. Yeah, as always, have a massive shake up of team principals in 2023. So kind of the worst kept secret of all which kind of kickstarted it was uh, Mattia Benotto, my Italian comrade, uh getting binned by Ferrari. Um and they yeah, they weirdly picked out Fred Vasseur as his as their first choice or as their their only likely first choice because apparently there was rumours that they spoke to Christian Horner and Toto Wolff but I don't think that was ever a thing oh they were um, yeah they would have spoken to them but then immediately been hit with a no exactly <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh,
1: so yeah that kind of kick started it he's obviously quite underperformed at Ferrari especially this year um, the previous few obviously the disaster of 2020 wasn't really his fault and then uh, after that it's been fairly steady progress but then this year there were so many things wrong with that team and it's actually their first outside appointment at Team Principal since Ross Brawn, which I found quite interesting. Yeah. Because um, all the, all the other times they've been promoting from within. So it might be a good thing for Ferrari that they've gone for Fred Vasseur. Um. Alfa Romeo slash Salva were kind of okay to let him go. Obviously, it's it's the biggest joy in motorsport. You can't really complain about his desire to leave when there's a much bigger job on offer. Um. And also with Salva getting taken it with my Audi for 2026. They were looking to change for that anyway, so it wasn't the worst thing, that it happened a bit earlier. It is, I do li- find it a strange... Sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, let's be fair, you, you don't give Ferrari who they want, they'll just turn around and go, well, have fun trying to wheel your cars around next year. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, true. Have a Cosworth engine, how about that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's a, it is a slightly weird appointment, because he hasn't really got an amazing track record, Fred Visser. Like, he's been solid at Alpha, Slash Sauber since the time he was there, but if I remember rightly, he was at Renault for a short period of time, since when they returned in twenty sixteen, and didn't didn't do all that again. He was solid, but nothing, nothing that screams promote me to a big team.
0: But has <laughs> like, anyone done anything at Renault? Can you do anything at true,
1: Renault? True, he was better than Cyril, but then that wasn't very hard. No, um, no. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's good. I do like Fred Um Yeah, I hope, I hope that. The toxicity of Ferrari doesn't screw him over completely, but yeah,
0: no, and I think you know it was a very interesting stat that you just gave out there that it's the first outsider Ferrari signing since Ross Brawn. It really does feel like maybe now, because when was Ross Brawn picked up by Ferrari? Nineteen ninety-seven, wasn't it? Must have been seven, yeah. I think it was ninety-seven. It really does feel like now we're starting potentially to see the second sort of schumacher era of ferrari if you will you know they've got this driver obviously not quite the same story now schumacher but they've got a very very talented driver in charlaclaire although he has obviously been ferrari backed since he was about six they've yeah. they're they're picking up external team managers they've had recent years where they've had a car that could have fight for the championship and they've just missed out could we see the 2026 regulations be ferrari domination
1: that's a long way away. I, it's a long I don't way know if away. Charlotte but... will still be still be around by then if he has a choice. But um, I
0: think that's why they picked up Fred.
1: Yeah, because I do think it's very and, much to appease Leclerc.
0: Him and Charles, uh, sorry, him and Fred, even I think, are a very very close knit couple of guys, and it is starting to feel as well. I'm going to actually reference football here, Jamie. So please correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but it is starting to feel like Charles has kind of got a killing and reign over Ferrari yeah. like he has with PSG, it feels like there's a lot of control there that people don't realise yet
1: yeah, yeah, and it's probably good for Eclair, he'll definitely be the the teacher's pet as it were he'll be number one driver for no doubt now um, if he wasn't already um, but yeah, that, that kind of obviously set the dominoes into effect with the rest of the team principles on the grid, which all happened really quickly and kind of unexpectedly as well um, but Audi slash Sauber Were also obviously looking for a new team principal And I think they probably did the best best Business out of anyone, if I Say so.
0: Most myself. likely Which, I would, I, got, I would um, agree with that
1: Andreas Seidel from McLaren Who's done a very, very solid job since being Appointed team principal there um, they've, they've poached him And he was under contract, so they must have Agreed a fee and everything, but Yeah, he's off to uh, Audi for 2023 And beyond which I think is very good all round for uh, for Andreas and for uh, Alfa Romeo.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Andreas Seidel to, Al- uh, to Alfa Romeo, of course. He's effectively now going to be my boss uh, come the new year. <laughs> but it does, I mean, again, I think a lot of people have kind of thought it seems like a bit of a backward step for him. He's, he's been Audi through and through throughout most of his mm. life, or under the Audi umbrella, sorry, of course, with Porsche at Le Mans. It's not really that surprising that he's gone there. And I mean, he'd already it's apparently not. come out to Zach Brown earlier on this year saying that even at the end of 2025, he wouldn't be re signing with McLaren. So, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, Andreas Seidel, I think, is in Formula One quite underappreciated still because he has done absolute just the business around the rest yeah. of Motorsport. You know, he's highly respected within Formula One itself, but I think a lot of the fans don't give him the credit he deserves he's a very very intelligent man and he knows how to run any sort of motorsport team and with Audi coming in of course they're going to be slowly picking up that stake in Alfa Romeo although technically it's not till 2026 there's going to be it feels more and more like there's going to be big Audi influence and big Audi money coming into that team before then and they could
1: easily be a team on an upward trajectory by then like if they if they can build on this sixth place constructors if they're finishing like fifth or fourth at the point of Audi taking over suddenly that's a massive force in f1 that could be battling for championships
0: well you just think don't you you know we're kind of always played up in the perfect world don't we but we've got ferrari red bull mercedes battling at the front you get some audi back in him you've got hopefully them there as well you get mclaren back as well could we end up in a bit of a golden era in formula one where we've got sort of four or five teams that Mm. have got the potential to be right there
1: yeah, I don't see why not. And obviously, Aston Martin is still around with a lot of money. They're yes, not really doing very yeah. much with it, but not. You yet. You never know.
0: But that's going to be. I feel. I don't know what it is about the Aston Martin sort of. But the well, vibe already... still feels to me like it's going to be more Mastercard Lola than <laughs> big team that sort of moves to the front. I don't know why, but I just feel like Lawrence Stroll still has too much influence well, they're already on gonna that have team.
1: One hand tied behind their back anyway, with their second driver every year. Exactly.
0: So, Doesn't help.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving back to the team principals, uh, obviously McLaren were then in need of a new team principal and they've actually promoted from within, which I think makes a lot of sense for the position they're in. And they've gone for a very similar named Andreas Stella. Um, yeah. To Andreas Seidel. Didn't uh, which have to I change think...
0: many of the letters on his door.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, same same initial. So no 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 new uh, jumpers or... <laughs> don't think they're my jumpers at McLaren, but they're <laughs> polo shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it makes it's good sense obviously he's been around the block for years Andrea Stella Um, uh, team not team principal race engineer sorry to Schumacher Raikkonen Alonso at Ferrari he's done it all really so apart from being a team principal so it it does make (laughs) sense I think it's a natural step and he's been working his influence more and more in that McLaren team so he was kind of the next in line it felt and it makes sense that they've um, they've kept the ship steady by just floating from within
0: and it didn't really feel like there was going to be anyone else available that could have been an upgrade, did it either? Mm-hmm. It feels like Alpha Romeo were kind of the one that's taken a big leap forward. Um, again, I, I, just, I would quite like to go back to Ferrari quickly, if I'm honest. Uh, in that, obviously, we mentioned obviously Ross Brawn. But I think it's something ridiculous. Like Since Toto Wolff came into Mercedes and obviously Christian Horner at Red Bull... Ferrari have had five team principals. Oh yeah. In that yeah. time, do we believe Fred Vasseur is going to stop the merry-go-round of in and out of team principals?
1: <laughs> to be honest, probably not. Um, yeah, I. That that there's something deeply wrong with that team right now. So if he can address that, well, it's then Ferrari, I don't see why isn't it? Not. There's always been something
0: yeah. deeply wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, like I said a minute, I really do wonder whether this is sort of Ferrari now going. The only way we can win is if we basically do what we did with Shumi back in the late 90s into the 2000s. I think it's going to take a couple of years of setting up, but I do wonder whether we'll look back in 10 years on episode 2604 <laughs> and we go Fred Vassur, turn. he was a, quite a jokester but he came into Ferrari and he turned him around. Potentially you never know, you never know. I would
1: be surprised, but you heard it here first from, from Matt 212.
0: I, I, you know what? I'm going to back it. I'm going to back it. I'm going to stick with that, and then in six months when he's been dropped after Ferrari don't win a single race, you all can <laughs> laugh at me. Uh, and I guess the last one that we really need to discuss that still hasn't actually been finalised, has it Jamie? Or we no, haven't had any sort happened, of follower yeah. from it, is Jos Capito and FX De Maison, both leaving Williams seemingly out of nowhere
1: yeah yeah and there's no real like you know I get to take it back to football analogy when, they, when teams change manager you can kind of tell if a team is good by the fact if they have a second manager lined up to replace them Yeah, because they kind of got like they've got their ducks in a row they know what they're doing like they've got someone to replace the, the outgoing manager Williams haven't really done that and they've no. just got rid of their two like key men and not done anything to replace them. Um it seems a bit odd. I hear rumblings that um Doriton obviously they're an investment company so if there is profit they wouldn't mind selling Williams right now which would be a shame I think. Um but if it's selling to right people it would be good. Um but yeah but who do Pito they sell and... them to? Yeah, that's the thing. Andretti getting back. <laughs>
0: Well, this is the, this was going to be another thing we were going to discuss in a minute, isn't it? Of course, Andretti now have got a big investment firm willing to back them into Formula yeah. One. Yeah. It really does, like, it just doesn't bode well for Williams, does it? Like, let's be fair, apart from me when we did the Williams livery reveal last year, no one was really expecting them to do particularly well in 2022. Yeah, I, so I, 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 I didn't have them fifth. I, I might sixth, have said in the sorry. heat of the moment they might have come sixth. <laughs> and then I even predicted him still eight by the end of the year. But Williams, they were still comfortably the back market team. So it yeah. kind of feels like, because Josca Pito hasn't gone somewhere else. Like again, a lot of us thought he was going to go to Alfa Romeo when obviously Fred Vasseur left. And everything of else course, because he was part of the VW yeah. group, everything like that. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. What has he seen in that team that's made him want to just get out of there as quickly as possible?
1: Yeah, that's kind of why I think well, where I think the rumours of them wanting to sell has come from. Because obviously, if you change management, you are going to be under scrutiny anyway. He probably doesn't want that, and especially if he wasn't getting what he wanted in terms of backing from the owners, then yeah, you might as well just get out with a bit of credibility because he has done a good job with Williams, I think.
0: Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Obviously, got their first podium in however long in twenty twenty one.
0: Four years. And oh yeah, only four years. Wow williams really did he used to be all right <laughs> it it does like i'm right i'm gonna ask you this question then jamie does it feel like when the williams documentary comes out in five years from now that this was the last little peak before the final nail in the coffin like we we <laughs> like bless her claire always seemed like a lovely person but she was not cut out to be an f1 team principal no does it feel like we kind of had like this rebirth with Oscar Pito coming in and then George it's Russell. like a 10 minute bit at the end of the movie uh, but then it goes and it still didn't work and they went bankrupt and that was it and the Williams story <laughs> was over
1: I, I really really hope not but it, so it, do I so do yeah, I yeah I if if Williams are in F1 by 2030 I'd be surprised there's one to come back to as well oh, when we're saying it's, it's horrible Visser, isn't it yeah. Fred Visser 10 time world champion Driver and constructor, and Williams are gone. <laughs> There's your 2030 course.
0: Okay, okay, we're going to have to write those down somewhere. <laughs> it's so difficult, isn't it? Because, again, I think we both love Williams, but you're just not convinced at the moment, are we still? Yeah,
1: it's like, where, where's the future? Where's the plan? Yeah, exactly. There doesn't really seem to be one.
0: Like, again, I think the only, uh, the only sort of likely thing to save them... Is you know maybe you know I know we've mentioned it before, of course, with you know Honda potentially looking to come back in. Whether Honda buy them out rather than AlphaTauri, if Red Bull still mm. want those two teams, but it just feels like they need big investment from somewhere. And from a,
1: a, a manufacturer, we, I think. we'd or kind like, of hoped it was yeah.
0: Porsche, but it's not really going to happen, is it?
1: No, no. Which is a shame. <laughs> but yeah, they're looking for a team yeah. principal. If you want to hire us, no, I'm willing. Yeah, we'll um, do it. We're quite happy to
0: do it? I reckon we'd be good. in well, actually
1: I don't have any hours in F1 Manager but plenty in F1 I've, Manager
0: I've got a ridiculous amount in F1 Manager because apparently I only found out recently my game never closes correctly oh, so great. I think I've got something ridiculous like 800 hours on F1 Manager because I do like 168 hours a week great there you go, sign us up get us in, get us in Williams We'll we'll turn it around we'll turn it around Shall we get then, Jamie, into the other big thing that we wanted to do on today's show? Yes,
1: inspired well, by uh, by a certain YouTube channel that is apparently doing some vote thing at the minute.
0: There is, uh-huh. there is. <laughs> I'm going to have to get all those votes as well, actually, quickly before I forget. Um, we'll we'll do that as well. Let me just move that out of the way of the bracket. So. Of course, as many of you will already be aware, I've been running over on the community tab on our YouTube channel, if if you you know, if you're on Spotify and you don't watch the YouTube videos, um, we've we've been running a bit of a poll recently. I actually used Jamie to help me pick out here, so we picked sixty-four. Time. That seems like a really cry for help, Jamie, I'll be honest, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Hidden messages throughout the podcast. Yeah, oh, here we go,
0: way. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him off after the show. Um <laughs> So, we we picked out 64 Formula 1 drivers, the 34 F1 champions, and 30 other F1 drivers. And we decided to run a poll over on the channel to try and find the GOAT of Formula 1. Now, some of them have come out with some interesting results. <laughs> we won't get too much into it today, but there, there have been a couple of votes that I feel have left something to be desired. We've done things slightly differently, you know, to try and keep the length of the show down. We've just picked out 32 F1 drivers. They are 32 Formula One world champions, and I let Jamie pick the two that were being dropped. So, Jamie, could yeah. you just tell me quickly who got scrapped?
1: Uh, I mean, it was it was a tough decision. It, actually, it wasn't really. I dropped Keke Rosberg because he wasn't going to win until Purry lost his legs, and then That's one way I, of putting it. I also dropped Jacques Villeneuve because Schumacher's the goat and Villeneuve turned in. Uh- hey?
0: <laughs> Ch- on the- Sorry, Jacques Villeneuve was on the inside.
1: Yeah, true. But no, Villeneuve's gone. Uh, rookie merchant, rubbish, out in three years. I so... do still
0: argue that Williams was one of the most OP <laughs> unbelievably cars of good. of all time that people don't realise. 99- yeah. C- that's genuinely one of my theories when we get into spooky Formula One stories in the future that I believe 1996 and 1997 Williams were absolutely, like, sickeningly OP, but they just <laughs> had two pretty mediocre drivers in them. Yeah. And Schumacher so was just those better.
1: two, we've been Keke and we've been Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah. Which... So, the father uh, of another yeah. world champion and the son and so... of a driver that
0: should have been world champion. Yeah. So... I mean, that leads I've, us to 32. I've, I've also let you deal with the seeding today. Now, I do read the comments on the community tab. <laughs> For some reason, people over there seem to believe I rigged the polls i don't get why you'd think i'd do that like i don't gain anything from doing that it's kind of just meant to be a bit of fun because there was no formula one on okay yeah um but i'll let jamie do the polls today so if you want to hurl abuse hurl it in his direction do it you can see his us I'm on twitter here so <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> so yeah hur- hurl your abuse at jamie on twitter if if that's if that's your jam um but you you've sorted out the groups today
1: Yes, I have. And I think we'll rattle through the first round fairly quickly. So What, the round round of 32? The round of 32.
0: The first bracket.
1: It's quite a heavy hitter, number one. Two former teammates to each other. Well, it is the
0: Mercedes 2010-2012 to lineup, uh, And, of course, the man that actually beat two, well, two seven-time world champions in Equal Machinery. In Equal Machinery. But we are talking about... Are we talking overall career, Jamie? Are we talking yeah. best season?
1: Are no, we talking career.
0: Entire career. Okay, fair this enough.
1: is to find the goat since this one goat has been found goat. this weekend in Lionel exactly. Messi. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and we're going to disagree, but there we go. We we know it's going to happen already.
0: <laughs> I don't think we're going to disagree on that many though.
1: Until the final, there's no way I'm backing there's, down. On there's going
0: to be think. yeah, there's going to be a lot of debate <laughs> up towards that point. <laughs> but I feel like we're going to agree on a lot from early on. Yeah, so I yeah, mean, yeah. Schumacher, Rosberg. I mean, this round of thirty-two, we can rattle through pretty quickly, isn't it? Yeah. Schumacher's taking that.
1: Yes. And it, uh, it, the, this, this, this website, website that you have picked
0: is really slow.
1: <laughs> one nil.
0: <laughs> Schumacher wins one nil. What? Oh, I'm this just... is a lot of. Hey. Eh? There we go. I don't no. It's just not earth? worked. This website. Is so I let Jamie try and pick this. Yeah. Verify the winner, Michael Schumacher. There we go. Thank you very much.
1: All right, nice. Alonso, Alonso Verstappen. versus Verstappen This is Verstappen. actually quite hard.
0: So, this was also a point I wanted to raise quickly before we get into any. I was actually going to raise it, you know, just at a fun point somewhere during the winter break, but I feel like now is a good enough time to mention it. Imagine, Jamie, for just one second that Perez okay. got scrapped by Red Bull. Close your eyes, Jamie. I want you to close your eyes. Picture okay. this. So, Red Bull decide, in the process, they're going to pick up Felipe Drogovic. Right. And he beats Max Verstappen next year.
1: That's an impossibility.
0: <laughs> that's what Hamilton did in 2007. Uh... Is it? It's mad to think about, isn't it? Like, just no, when you when you try and sort of put it together...
1: But would Red Bull start favouring Felipe Drogovic because they've been backing him from youth? I don't think they would. That's Ms- what happened McLaren didn't back
0: Lewis. They did.
1: They did Mercedes
0: backed Lewis. <laughs> Mercedes were the ones uh, paying Lewis, not McLaren.
1: I I as it's a very close call, but I think just because of the potential, I do think Verstappen ahead of a lot Verstappen
0: will win. Oh sorry, we're going back to that now, are we? You've you've completely Oh, Castle, yeah, I was just...
1: Uh, yeah, I went ahead at <laughs> your point. Yeah,
0: so. Oh, yeah. Like, love, so don't get me wrong, he's been fantastic. He's for unfortunate to be matched Formula against
1: Verstappen in round one.
0: <laughs> unfortunate to go up against Verstappen in round one, but Verstappen will win more Formula One World Championships. He's not going to be done at two, is he? No. no,
1: no Whether chance.
0: he'll end up with sort of three or four and we'll go, he could have had more had this or that happened, or he got four a bit like Seb, tried to go somewhere else and it didn't work. I don't think he's going to end up like Seb, but you never know. But Verstappen is... I don't know, ooh. But Alonso has proven he can deliver it for 20 years, pretty much. <laughs> is it he fair to discount him? He did lose to, to Marquez. He did lose to Hamilton as well.
1: <laughs> Marquez, clear. Um, I, I think Verstappen still. I think Alonso... He's a very very fast driver. Obviously, he's relentless, but he does screw himself by making everything around him toxic.
0: Verstappen's getting a... more and more like that, though. He, he he came up with a comment just a couple of days ago, didn't he? Talking about how number two drivers have got to get out of fairy tale land. And I mean, if that <laughs> isn't a shot at Checo, oh, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It i, mean, too, I wouldn't surprise I really me if we look way. back in ten years and go how on earth did Verstappen just end up doing an Alonso
1: mm, potentially I think he's got he's got uh, I don't want to say that he's got a higher ceiling Verstappen has than Alonso getting controversial Jamie I just am, say that again the for the Spanish me, are going to f- come for me say that for me for the clip <laughs> <laughs> Verstappen does have a higher ceiling than Alonso
0: you've heard it here
1: obviously right now he does because he's not 41 no 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 i've, I've
0: um, already i've already cut the clip that <laughs> he's week. clipped it already great clipped it. it's Put done verstappen it's over. Through. move on we're putting verstappen through okay yeah oh the hate i can feel it already there we go so verstappen versus schumacher next round that's gonna be fun so that, i feel yeah. like we probably ought to talk actually more <laughs> a little bit more about the drivers especially some of the older ones so Nicki Lauda, three-time formula one world champion the greatest comeback I'd argue in any sport ever. Anything Is that a fair ever. assumption? Pretty much in anything ever. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm being quiet for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't we'll know where to go that. on from here. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, you're right. <laughs> and uh, Mario Andresi of course, American Formula One world champion. Uh, it was actually in the same era as Nicky Lauda, wasn't it? Mario it was Andretti won 80s, his Formula it? 1 World Champion. No, it was the 70s. 70s. Close Andretti. Up. Um, Of course, pretty much, I, I think it's often forgotten in, in Formula 1 circles. Mario Andretti was ridiculous in everything that he drove, whether it was Formula 1, in America, things like that. But Lauda is going to have to pick this one, isn't he? Yeah, Don't get definitely. me I feel like Andretti has slept on a lot. But he Nicky is. Lauda is just different Lauda's gravy.
1: On the fridge of the top five, potentially in the top five of all time, I think he's so...
0: certainly even in my top ten of all time is Nicky Louder. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Lauda is going to make we'll it through. through. We'll send him through. we send him through. Deserves the then. seventy-six one as well. He did. He, he should have won <laughs> seventy-six. That's what I was going to talk about <laughs> with James Hunt. Bless him. I Speaking really of, yeah. like Rush. Sells this story really well. But James Hunt wasn't actually particularly brilliant. Like, don't no, get me wrong, no. good Formula One driver, but not great. No. I feel like I'm going to get some hate for that, but he was on no, nowhere near uh, Nicky Lauda's level. He
1: obviously he did well to get his championship, but ultimately, I mean, Rush they say it at the end of mean. Rush, don't they? Yeah. They do say it at the end of Rush, where like Hunt was not destined for greater things. I think Lauda definitely was, which we saw with the amount of yeah. championships they both won. Exactly. Um, yeah Nelson and Piquet the other driver though? he's against Nelson Piquet, the man who shall not be named um, yes. is unfortunately going to have to go through in my opinion Yeah. <laughs> three time champ Three-time very very slept on because he raced in an era with a lot of unbelievably good drivers and still won three championships
0: this is the thing isn't it, Like when you remember he was going up against Prost, Senna, Mansell and a few other very very notable names mm. St- to walk away with three world championships in that era when F1 was probably uh, you know you had a lot of incredible it was more open than it from- is now yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly but nelson pk is going to go through in that group he still doesn't change the fact though that he's a horrible human being <laughs> We've got the four-time no, champion then, be fairly Alan straightforward. <laughs> going up against Damon Hill. We've already we've already spoken about Damon Hill so far, of course. Absolutely gifted a Formula One World Championship in what was probably the weirdest <laughs> Formula One career we've ever seen.
1: <laughs> Made his debut at 30, which is Made bizarre.
0: his debut at 30. Could have been a two-time Formula One World Champion, which is scary to think about, isn't it?
1: Mm. Did turn it on, on Schumacher, though.
0: He didn't turn in on Schumacher. No, he Schumacher didn't. He just on...
1: sent it, didn't he, into no breaking zone. It's
0: weird, isn't it? We've mentioned this before, <laughs> but nineteen ninety four looks way less obvious than nineteen ninety seven.
1: Yeah, definitely. And um I think they released didn't, didn't uh, they released some footage from Damon Hills Onboard that I hadn't seen before. Yeah, he did kind of swing and it, it, it does up the look, inside. It looks like he just sends it for no real reason. When I think, to be honest, he does damage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Alan Pross is gonna go through this. We'll chat Oh
0: Pross absolutely. Later, sure. Alan Pross again, <laughs> incredibly slept on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Four world championship. Again, like we said, you know, he was going up against, against PK. He was going up against Senna as well. Like he was right up there. And I I mean again, this, the same thing goes for this next group, doesn't it? Yeah. Jim Clark He's, Unbelievable. Up, there, isn't he? he's up He's there right up with, there with within the proper goat circle isn't he? He the could do only... things
1: in an F1 car that no one else could do at the time. Well, not
0: only in a Formula 1 car, he basically won in everything he could in any... Gosh, it, didn't he? Yeah. He could win in a washing machine. Jim Clark was that good. The only mm. Formula 1 driver as well uh, to score maximum available points in a Formula 1 season. And he did it twice. That no, is ri- no, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were drop rounds back in the day, but still, Jimmy Clark. I mean, Phil Hill, very, very good driver as well. I feel like he's kind of slept upon again. First ever American Formula One World World Champion. But Phil Hill was incredibly good as well. But he's gone up against Jim Clark, and I'm sorry. Clark's winning that. Clark
1: is going to win that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I love the fact as well, if you haven't already guessed, Jamie has signed us up to some random eSports League website to do this poll on.
1: It's like a CSGO tournament site or something like that. I don't even know what it is, to be honest.
0: You've done well, Jamie. You've done well. They've got
1: your email now, so enjoy.
0: They have. I'm going to get spammed with host your next this league one tournament.
1: is a bit closer than I think people will give it credit for.
0: Oh, you're actually going to do this? Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm already seeing the comments now, Jamie. Just no, a I, I, I
1: think. Just, I think I'll have context. to appease the
0: comments. We are saying, just briefly, four times more people have voted Sebastian Vettel than Alan Prost in my other wow, competition. Okay. 20,000 people have voted for Sebastian Vettel. About 4,000 have voted for Alain Prost.
1: In a head-to-head. In a head-to-head. <laughs> well, it's not mad, actually. Vettel did win four, but...
0: So did Alain Prost.
1: Yeah, so did Alain Prost. Vettel against Mansell is actually a really tough one, because Mansell absolutely deserved more than one t- championship.
0: Should have definitely... Well, could have won two. Should have won two. Could have won three. Should have won two.
1: Yeah, exactly. And to go like in an era which was really hard to win obviously his one championship was in one of the most dominant cars of all time but he absolutely but then, wiped
0: the floor with his teammate
1: yeah he did I unfortunately for, I think Vettel has to go through <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but I mean Mansell you love the moustache He's very unlucky yeah, yeah. exactly he's yeah.
0: been the unfortunate driver to get put up against Sebastian Vettel in the first round um right okay Graham Hill John Surtees two early days legends mhm Graham Hill of course renowned I think for two reasons Mr Monaco five time winner of the Monaco Grand Prix and of course the only ever driver to win the Triple Crown Uh, he actually Jamie as a quick fun fact went up against Fernando Alonso in my driver polls a couple of weeks ago now remember Fernando Alonso took two years out of Formula 1 to try and do what Graham Hill did (laughs) and that didn't stop if I quickly find the vote again for you Uh, here we go 19000 votes Fernando Alonso 80% Graham Hill 18 that is our Fernando couldn't do what Graham Hill did <laughs> and five times more people still believed he was better
1: <clears throat> I think Graham Hill is somewhere in the top 10 for me
0: He's top 10 of all time absolutely I think
1: John Surtees very unlucky only man to win on two wheels and four wheels Yep slept um... upon as well and the one self-son. with
0: Ferrari, which instantly gives you more credit.
1: <laughs> it's very difficult, as we've seen. He's the only um, ever
0: British driver to win the world title with Ferrari, isn't he? If I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I, I, don't I would guess. I think any his... other
0: Brit has won with him.
1: Not many have driven for them, Mansell I can think of, but
0: That's also very true.
1: Yeah. Uh but I think Graham Hill has to go through here, unfortunately for, for Mr Surtees. Um, Fair Um yeah, Graham Hill. What, two championships early on? Two
0: World Championships, five Monaco Grand Prix, a Le Mans 24, and an Indy 500.
1: Yeah. That
0: is just <laughs> mythical. In there.
1: the 1960s, with In zero the 60s. safety.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, then, we've got Carlson versus Jensen Button. Seven well, World Championships going up against one. However. Look at their points tally over three exactly. seasons. Exactly, over the three seasons together. <laughs> JB, I think Jensen beat him one year, didn't he? But it was yeah. just by quite a lot that yeah, meant that he outscored the him off. over the three. Hamilton 2011 is like the forgotten year, isn't it? It's the, not forgotten the... by
1: me because it was very funny.
0: No, exactly. <laughs> he just basically spent the year, him and Felipe Massa just, just decided deepening. to drag out 2008 again for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, uh, he was unfortunately,
1: we speak about it quite a lot. I think oh, we certainly do it off, off camera, but. Button is kind of that tier below the world champions. Bless
0: him, we love him. Like yeah. great, if this was talking about best humans, Button will be right up there, wouldn't he? Yeah, because he was yeah. an absolute baller during his and time. He's
1: quality, but in terms of like, we kind of say, you know, you've got your Schumachers, Hamiltons, center Prost, all that. They're kind of like the the greatest, and you got the good, and the good are the likes of like Kimi Räikkönen to say like. That's gonna get hate. Oh. Uh, Jensen Button, <laughs> oh, people Jimmy. like that who are slightly, slightly below.
0: Jensen's sort of more in Nico Rosberg's, isn't it? You get that one year where everything goes perfectly. You take a world championship, and, and you, you just run to the bank dull. with it. Yeah.
1: yeah, but Hamilton has to go
0: through here. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Hamilton into the round of sixteen, but who will he be going up against? It's the battle of the two times, isn't it? Or was uh, Frina, No, Frina, Frina was, was only just won. a single world this champion, was wasn't first, he? Yeah. He was the first ever Formula One world champion, going up against the one driver that Mi- uh, Michael Schumacher sorry, said he always feared, yeah. Mika Hakkinen.
1: Yeah, I do think Hakkinen probably has to go through, simply because Farina has one less championship, and despite it being the first one, the Ferrari was... Ridiculous. <laughs> Ferrari
0: just had a lot more money than anyone else. That yeah, they, up. they
1: knew what they were doing more than anyone else. Well, let's not go that far. Well, Ferrari have no. never quite know what they're doing. They probably knew better in 1950 than they do now. Actually, it um... wouldn't surprise me if their wind <laughs> tunnel hasn't
0: changed. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, but yeah, I think Haken has to go through here.
0: That being said, though, with Mika Hakkenham, absolute legend of the sport, did almost throw away a world championship to Eddie Irvine though.
1: He did. And Heinz Howard Frentzen, even more worryingly.
0: Yeah. He did bottle two races. Like, don't be wrong, I think it's often forgotten as well just how difficult those late 90s cars were to drive. Whose idea was it to give them V10s, (laughs) groove tyres, and no traction control? Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of mental,
1: but But Reckonen did almost throw that one away. To win, like, he was winning two races in 1997 and crashed out of both of them on his own accord, which, not the best. Move, but um, he still got the championship. To be fair, and yeah, went toe to against Schumacher.
0: But also on the Sorry, contrary, 99, not ninety seven. Yeah, was... yeah, yeah. On the contrary, though, did also out qualify centre in their first race together.
1: Yeah, exactly. it's just
0: weird, isn't it, the way like Formula One works? And I think this is kind of why we wanted to go through all these nuances today, wasn't it? Yeah, Formula yeah. One's a bizarre sport. <laughs> it, it really is. is. It, it really is. But Hackenham will make it through out of that group. Jackie Stewart, Jody Schechter this one I think is fairly easy isn't it? Yeah, Jackie has to go through for me. Jackie has to go through three time Formula 1 world champion but Jody Schechter did win a title with Ferrari he was the <laughs> last driver to do it before Michael Schumacher and that as we've crazy. said many times before, it does count for a lot in this.
1: Yeah, that is ridiculous that since 1979 there's been two different drivers who've won for Ferrari
0: yeah, I mean, is, it's just Ferrari, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, At but Jackie Stewart of did
1: absolute tons for the sport afterwards as well, and he's still an yes. absolute living legend. He is so. an
0: absolute, he's God tier, isn't he? Is Jackie Stewart, mm. as just a, just a general person, bless you. This will be hard.
1: No, it won't, actually. Ayrton Senna against Jochen Rint. Uh, yeah, Jochen Rint, the only posthumous champion, very sadly yeah. died, I think, one round from the end, or was it in the qualifying for the final round?
0: two rounds from the end if i'm not mistaken it was the italian oh, wow. grand prix i think there we were a couple italian of grand races prix. left
1: um so yeah won won the championship uh despite that and yeah unfortunately obviously never got to enjoy it um but against and senna one of the all time greats the one of the greatest matt would probably say the greatest but uh yeah senna has to go through
0: senna yeah absolutely goes through in that group obviously Career cut short as well, just like Jochen Rint. Um, But, you know, there's still, again, in my mind, I think it's fair to say Ayrton Senna could have been a six-time world champion quite easily.
1: Mm. Yeah, that goes a lot of the multiple champions, so you've got missed opportunities, haven't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Fangio Raikkonen. I mean, Fangio is
1: simply... The era-defining man he has to Kimmy, get through for me.
0: Kimmy was great throughout quite a few years of his Formula 1 yeah, career. he
1: was extremely long-lasting.
0: But the idea, let's, let's just put it quite bluntly for one brief second, <laughs> the idea of not dying in Formula 1 for five years, never mind winning five world championships, <laughs> is just ridiculous. And winning Four whatever you drove. As well. Yep. Four teams. He was a bit of a team hopper, wasn't he? Was yeah. Fangio? No one has. Just...
1: Uh, no one's won back-to-back championships for different teams since Fangio. Nope.
0: And he did it what three years in a row, didn't he? I think so. If I'm well, not certainly mistaken. three and four. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So Fangio, absolutely one mad. of the goats, just because he was absolutely ahead of his time, just dominated in a period where surviving a race weekend was credible enough.
0: And let's be fair, the idea that someone our dad's age could compete in Formula 1 is yeah, He was, what, 40,
1: 48? 40,
0: 46, I think, when he won his last World title. Yeah, insane. He's, I mean, I know everyone obviously back then was old, but, yeah, the idea of my dad going out now and trying to <laughs> run in a Formula 1 car is just madness. Uh, oh, this one, though, I feel is going to be quite close, Jamie. Mm. Emerson Fittipaldi and Mike Hawthorne.
1: I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about Mike Hawthorne.
0: Let me get up my stat sheet quickly for, Emerson, for you. you talk Audi, about Emma, two, the werewolf.
1: Yeah, two championships, I believe.
0: Two world championships. Uh, one
1: with, or both with McLaren?
0: Nope, one with McLaren, one with Lotus, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting.
1: Fair. Uh, yeah, kind of overshadowed by the other Brazilian world champions quite a lot, because he, he won in the 70s, I believe. It was certainly yes, around 72, like 74. Just, just before... Uh, the likes of like pk and Senna came on the scene maybe 10 years later so he's kind of forgotten when you think about brazilian f1 champions um mike hawthorne late 50s or early 60s i believe both was he i thought he only won one championship mike hawthorne
0: oh sorry i thought you meant when he was driving oh
1: yeah yeah 59 if i remember rightly
0: yep i'm pretty certain you're correct on that one Um, i'm still trying to find my fact sheet for it oh dear yeah I, i really give me one second
1: I I I would back Hawthorne just because he did it in a more difficult time, because winning anything in the 50s, as we said, is very difficult. Uh, but Fittipaldi did win too. I don't have much to say on this match really.
0: <laughs> I think I am going to say Fittipaldi for this one. Fair. Pretty much just because again he won with two different teams. Uh, here we go. Mike Hawthorne, 1958 world champion with Ferrari. He was the other driver that uh-huh. British driver that won with Ferrari um and, and obviously sadly killed in 1959 um four poles three wins uh, the idea that three wins could net your world, world championship, championship and then is madness uh one world title for mike hawthorne i am gonna say fitipaldi for the reasons i just mentioned and the fact when i raced him on iRacing a couple of years ago <laughs> he was absolutely mad fast still and Friend you know of the what show. The idea that a guy competing on iRacing in his mid-70s is good enough for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Send him through. You're through to the next round.
0: You're through to the next round, ammo. And, of course, like I said, he's a werewolf, potentially. Yeah. We yeah. don't know for sure. Jack Brabham, <laughs> Alan Jones. You've ended up with a Battle of the Aussies here, Jamie. How have you done that? Yeah,
1: I don't actually know. I Again, I don't know very much about either of these, but Brabham, three-time champion?
0: Jack Brabham, three-time world Which champion. Which is probably the, the most forgotten, forgotten. Three-time world champion.
1: Yeah. Um, and Alan Jones just the one the man I always forget about when doing F1 champion quizzes Uh, 1980 for Williams if I remember rightly
0: the first ever Williams champion
1: yeah the first of many Um, and yeah I think simply based off success in their career I think it has to be Brabham. but again I I hold my hands up I know very little about either of these drivers
0: let's not forget (laughs) the other big thing about Jack Brabham. Only ever Formula One World driver to win a title with a car bearing his own name.
1: Interesting. <clears throat> very true. So yeah. I think
0: that for me is enough of itself to push him through. And our final round then, Jamie, of thirty-two, Alberto Ascari and Denny Hulme, the only Den- ever Denny Kiwi Hume, world bully. champion. Sorry, I'm I'm still not a hundred percent.
1: Uh I I would back Ascari for this fifty one, fifty two.
0: Yep. No. Sorry. 51 was it? First two Italian champion No, I think it was 51-52. No, Fangio. No, won Fangio won 51, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. 52-53.
1: So, is he the only Italian champion still?
0: No. Yeah. Giuseppe Farina.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, the last Italian champion. Yes. Which is amazing, yeah. considering how big Italy are in F1, and it was 1953. No. Um.
0: Uh, sorry. Yeah. No. We're honest. Sorry. Ignore me. I'm getting confused for a second. Held a lot of right, records
1: for a while because of his early success um, was one time most polls most wins that kind of thing yep. Denny Hume I again know almost nothing about I uh, hate So to admit. Denny
0: Hume like I said uh, Kiwi the only ever Kiwi world champion like often forgotten as well within that group let me again just try and find my stat sheet for him uh, I don't think he did very well in these polls but I think he's very very underrated uh, by quite a few people as well uh, where is he? Come on, Denny, show your face, mate. Here we go, Denny Hume. Uh, so, the only F1 world champion from New Zealand, 1967 world title with Brabham. One pole position to his name in Formula 1. <laughs> Eight wins, though. Charles Leclerc would cry looking wow. at that ratio. Yeah. 33 podiums. He was very, very consistent. One pole and 33 podiums, wow. Well. Not bad going. Yeah. Not That's bad by Denny levels. It is. It certainly is. But, not quite on the same level as Skari. No, I think, no. I think Ascari gonna, gonna I think has, to,
1: uh, has to prevail. And we're on exactly. to our second round. There's a lot of heavy hitters in here. <laughs>
0: there is. Oh, here we go. Straight off the bat then, Jamie. Michael Schumacher, Max Verstappen. Yeah.
1: Has to be Michael. Annoyingly. Oh, it has to be the Michael. We'll revisit Seven in 15 years. Two.
0: What's that, yeah.
1: We'll re- revisit in 15 years and see see what we think. But it has to be Michael.
0: For it now. has to be the Michael. Uh, oh, this one might be a little bit closer though—the battle of the three times: Nikki Lauda, Nelson Piquet. I think Nikki,
1: as we said. I think you're absolutely Maybe right. it's a bit of bias because Nelson Piquet is very unlikable. Nikki Lauda uh, was very likable. Uh, sadly, passed away a few years ago. Um, but yeah, Lauda definitely. And
0: we forgot to mention as well, of course, Nikki Lauda—the only ever Formula One driver to win titles with both Ferrari and McLaren. Yeah. I feel this one is gonna be quite difficult, Jamie. Yeah.
1: Okay, Alan Prost Jim
0: Clark. This one is a really tough debate.
1: I naturally want to go for Jim Clark.
0: I also naturally want to go for <laughs> Jim Clark, but I also feel that's quite unfair on Alan Prost.
1: It is unfair on Alan Prost. But Jim Clark was absolutely levels above anyone else at the time. He completely was nothing that anyone had ever seen before in 1960s and I think being ahead of your time as a driver like redefining how the sport is looked at means an awful lot in these kind of discussions and that's why I think like Fangio, Clark Schumacher they were all kind of like that next like they were ahead of their time completely I it just pains me because I'm looking at the next one and again I want to back the British and we're going to get accused of British bias But
0: <laughs> so I'm actually going to play devil's advocate here and you said obviously how Jim Clark changed the way we view Formula 1 Alan Prost did exactly the same thing mm. he was the no real Formula 1 driver before him played the numbers game as much true, as Alan true. Prost did known as the but... professor within the sport he always made sure he did enough that he would walk away at the end of a season with the most points. He wouldn't take many risks.
1: And that's been a, a very well like copied strategy. like the likes of Ross Since then? That. Since, yeah. So... This is really hard. <laughs> I would feel bad whoever goes out here. <laughs> it is difficult, isn't it? I might just give it to you.
0: <laughs> oh, here we go. You're going to put it on me, are you? Um, I haven't got a coin here. I was genuinely just going to flip a coin uh, between those, these two. I think just... For the sake of the stats, four against two. Mm. It's difficult. It's difficult, but I feel like I. Oh, no, I can't go against Jim Clark. I'm just, and it's not. He's not even. Well, he is great British, but he's Scottish, so we don't True. even. Watch we don't him like them. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but we don't like the French either, I suppose. No, um, no. <laughs> do we? Do we watch France lose again? I suppose we watch France lose again, don't we? Yeah,
1: send Jim Clark through. through.
0: But that one is really, really close. I think the thing is, had Jim Clark not been killed, uh, four world titles was not out of the question. Absolutely. Vettel or Graham Hill, Jamie? The man that won everything (laughs) or the man that won everything for a few years and then didn't really win a lot after that. Wow. We're going to get hate here, aren't we? Setting your
1: agenda straight away. I know, I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I wanted you to fight Seb's corner on this one. Get you, win you some support back.
1: I think Seb in certainly 2010, 2012, absolutely was unreal. And the thing is, he was 2011, 2013. You mean? No, no, because 2011, 2013, he kind of had the car, and all he had to do was beat Webber. 2010, 2012, he was up against lots of of extremely high, like Hamilton, Alonso. 2010 uh,
0: Red Bull should have dominated that year. I know that they had reliability issues. but it should have dominated that season more mm. than either of those drivers got out of it. Like, it if you think, done. if Alonso or Hamilton had been in that car, that title would have been wrapped up by about career. True.
1: But Vettel did have an awful lot of
0: bad reliability. He only yeah. made, like, he
1: made a few mistakes as well, but he was still, what, 22 at the time or something, daft like that?
0: 23, I think. Um,
1: <clears throat> So, I think the thing is, Vettel at the end of 2013 was looked at as going to be the greatest because he was still 26. And had was on his way to break all the records.
0: He had the world in his hand, didn't he?
1: And then since since then, again, it's just not really gone his way at all. He had a bit of a renaissance at Ferrari when it was he was backed, and then they kind of found a new toy in Charles Leclerc, and it all went wrong again. I think
0: I had to call the last one. You're calling this one.
1: I think Vettel probably just edges it.
0: You're saying Vettel over Mr. Monaco and the Triple Crown winner.
1: Yeah, well, it's F1, isn't it? F1 World Cup. It's not the Triple Crown World Cup. Otherwise, Graham Hill would win. And okay. just for the, the stats, he's, he's the numbers, the Vettel absolutely wins.
0: I'll, I'll allow it. Sebastian Vettel will make it through. You just don't want people calling this bias, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that, you can be honest with me. Hamilton, Mika Hakkinen. Both won a title with McLaren. Hakkinen did win two. But again, we're talking seven against two here, aren't we?
1: Yeah, it's got to be Hamilton. And as you said, Hakkinen, for me, his stock does drop a bit because he did almost throw away one of his titles to Eddie Irvine. Um,
0: it's weird to think, yeah. imagine if Eddie Irvine had been Ferrari World Champion before Michael Schumacher, <laughs> if he'd been the one to stop yeah. or and end the, thing the is, run from Schecter.
1: Like, had Schumacher, obviously it's all ifs, buts, and maybes, but... Schumacher doesn't break his leg in Silverstone. Oh, yeah, it would have been easily wins the championship. Exactly. It would have
0: been a walkout 1999. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go then. This is, this one is I hard. feel like we might disagree on. Jackie Stewart I'm not sure. and Senna.
1: I would go for Senna, which I Good think you'll man. be pleased with.
0: I will absolutely agree with that.
1: And I think Stewart's incredibly unlucky, but Senna I think he is as well. was just like the speed was something we hadn't seen before and probably arguably haven't seen since like when he was on his, like his days were very regular, you know a lot of people say on their day like Maldonado on his day was good but Senna on his day, which was more often than not
0: it was, was pretty much every day and yeah. I think <laughs> that's the thing isn't it, when we sort of remember and it's always that mad thing as well isn't it, about Ert Senna where he obviously took 61 poles in Formula 1, which obviously was a record for quite a few years He only ever competed in, what, about 140, 150 Grand Prix's? And some of them were terrible. And about the first (laughs) 30-odd of those, at least, and the final 15, 20, he didn't really have a car that could fight for pole position anyway. So he really took about... He took 61 poles probably in about 80 or 90 Grand Prix's that he had a chance to. No one was able to get everything out of a car in the way Senna would every single Mm. time. Yeah. And for me... Like I said, we love Jackie Stewart, but when we're talking goat, Senna's, Senna's closer the to that than Jackie yeah. is. Bless him. Yeah. Fangio Fittipaldi. I think Fangio straight away. That one. The that one's a bit easier. Quite a lot of difficult ones. Yeah, yeah. That one's very but straightforward for me. Fittipaldi was a very, very good driver against a lot of other very good drivers. Fangio was. I mean for a long time people never thought we'd get five world championships again out of a single yeah, driver yeah. it's happened twice in this millennium but there we are <laughs> Jack Brabham Alberto ascari
1: probably the weakest of these matches I would argue yeah I would agree um, Brabham three time champ Ascari, two time champ are we going to go deeper than that I don't know <laughs> that's very surface level not much will knowledge on display but I think I would edge Jack Brabham
0: I was going to completely agree with you I good. think both of them were very, very good. Both of them quite slept on, yeah. but Brabham sneaks it for me. Only eight remain, Jamie.
1: Eight remain. These are some very tough matchups. We're getting into some big names here.
0: <laughs> Michael Schumacher, Nicky Lauder.
1: I think, I mean, I'm going to put it out there. For me, Schumacher is the GOAT. He's
0: and seen I it w- now, is he? He's seen I will it now. struggle.
1: I will struggle to be convinced otherwise by you. Okay, okay. <laughs> because you've been trying for six years. So, yeah, I think Schumacher has to go through for me.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Lauda, obviously, was
1: yeah, incredible.
0: Lauda definitely he deserves to have got as far as he's got. And again, he's unlucky that he's coming up against the Michael because yeah. there's easily a couple of other drivers here I would argue him in favour of. Mm. But two world titles for Ferrari versus five, the Michael... Again, he was one of very few... And I mean, Nicky Lauda did change the sport as well, don't get me wrong, but you you can't really go against the Michael there, can you? No, you can't. Jim Clark, Sebastian Vettel and <sighs> Jamie.
1: I think we're going to get abused, but Jim Clark, for me... <laughs> I've,
0: I've, I've, you've said it, not me. You've said it. Jamie we have spoken about said... both of them at quite a long length, but Jim yeah. Clark,
1: for those of you who really are new to the sport, don't know much about the history, he was incredible from every eyewitness who saw him was like he would just like lap entire fields on quite a regular basis
0: <laughs> but it was the way he did it as well because yeah. it, it wasn't like he absolutely dragged a car around he, he was, was so really smooth, one of the yeah. first drivers to work with the car wasn't he mm.
1: it was like he was at one with it it was un- unreal so yeah and definitely his numbers don't tell the full story at all um, he's got the record for most Grand kalems, which is pole Shalems. fastest lap Shalem sorry pole fastest lap lead every lap and a win which does he still have that I think he he certainly has the best rate I don't know if he has yeah. the most anymore yeah but he basically he has an incredible he was just way ahead of his time and uh, sadly uh, before lost before his time as well
0: fair enough fair enough
1: this will be I'll leave this one to you your two boys against <gasps> each other
0: my two favourite Formula 1 drivers of all time and you know what for me
1: Hamilton versus Senna Senna is going through against
0: against Lewis Hamilton and people say that I'm like the biggest Hamilton fan going but I know full well Hamilton would say Senna is a better driver and like I've said before Senna could have easily easily been a six time world champion
1: Mm. Um,
0: and maybe could have got seven or eight yeah. same, same can be Bra- said at hamilton but yeah, yeah hamilton could be a 10 time world champion had what, five three more races <laughs> no slightly more than that had three <laughs> more races in hamilton's f1 career gone the right way no it's four more races it, it is five he could points. be 11
1: wait it's slightly more than five points yeah
0: five points away from 10 time world champion but people forget how close he was in 2010 Hamilton yeah. could have been an 11-time world champion I don't know whether I <laughs> need to take that back
1: <laughs> Yeah, the fastest car for his entire career, basically
0: No, it's not, it's not. <laughs> Fangio, Brabham, then, Jamie
1: Fangio Fangio,
0: I think that's fair enough Fangio Wow, we
1: really Brabman. have got the like Mount Rushmore of Formula 1 in this Final Four
0: We pretty much have we? <laughs> The Michael versus Jim
1: Schumacher for me just okay, it's close, okay. but I think Schumacher was just relentless. Okay, and he completely redefined the whole driver fitness thing because when he started, drivers were just not athletes at all. He
0: did come into an era, yeah, where drivers weren't quite on the same level they are now. Mm-hmm. Senna Fangio, that's
1: that's so hard. Obviously, probably both of them would, when they were alive, say the other one was better, which is probably a good thing. I I would say Senna just, which I know you're going to be a fan of.
0: Good, <laughs> that makes that <laughs> makes me agreeing with it. Just that bit easier. Fangio was incredibly good. Don't get me wrong, but Senna was competing Fangio against is, other titans and still. Fangio is shortchanged a
1: bit by lack of footage and lack of like. Yes, we don't know it loads. doesn't help him. It
0: doesn't help him. I'll mm. credit where it's due. I'm
1: glad. I'm glad we've come to this final.
0: We and I know we probably. I done. know we're going to disagree. we are going to disagree here aren't we you're going to say Michael Schumacher I'm going to say Ayrton Senna and to that Jamie I am going to say one simple thing what's that if Damon Hill was able to almost take the 1994 title away from Michael Senna absolutely would have are you going to argue with that
1: No, no, I'm not. But that wasn't Prime Schumacher in the slightest. No,
0: I completely agree with you. (laughs) This is just the first part. 1995, I feel like there would have been a close title fight, but I'm willing to say for argument's sake that Schumacher would have still walked away with that crown. Mm -hmm. 96, 97, Senna would have wiped the floor. Again, that Williams was a lot quicker. I completely agree. Senna would have wiped the floor with Michael. Now, yeah. Senna probably then he would have been thirty-seven would have,
1: at the end of ninety-seven, right?
0: Senna would have been thirty-seven at the end of ninety-seven. He would have just been crowned a six-time Formula One world champion, so he would have bested Fangio's record.
1: Maybe would have that it I think, think that is that then when he
0: would have called it quits and been done with the sport. It would have also mm. left Michael as only a six-time world champion, come the end of his time in Formula One. True. Yeah. Senna also <laughs> could have won what was it 1989 wasn't it or 1990 the one he got disqualified from the one he got disqualified from yeah 89 that should have been him seven time world champion then
1: okay <laughs> let me get all the high petals out for sure okay, okay Yeah. Yep, no
0: it's, completely, it's <laughs> no genuinely that is completely fair
1: because well you you immediately have uh, like 97 was zone 4 I won't no sorry 99 was zone 4 I won't go into that 97 was he his own fault. Wipes the floor if he doesn't break his leg.
0: Not you got those the wrong way around, Sorry. Oh, you have said, I? Yes, yeah. Yeah. 97 was his own fault. Yeah. Yeah. 99 he wouldn't yeah. wipe the floor.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, 2000, 2004, you don't need to speak any more of.
0: 2003, I feel, gets slept on a little bit.
1: Does do a slight bit because he was kind of, they changed the rules with two rounds to go to nerf Ferrari and Williams a little. But nerf McLaren and Williams. Sorry, McLaren Williams. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he still delivered the championship against a lot of hotshot drivers coming for his crown. Uh, Obviously, 05 was a disaster for Ferrari, so there's no chance there. Uh, 06, he was an engine failure away from what like he was going to win Japan, and that puts him ahead going to Brazil. And suddenly it's all looking rosy.
0: It could have been an open door, couldn't it? Then, had he not
1: retired, 07, 08, probably go to him as well.
0: But you always say this, (laughs) and I always remind you, (laughs) Ferrari weren't going to keep him.
1: I or think Ferrari, Ferrari were going were to bump him down as second
0: driver. Yeah, but he wouldn't have lost to Raikkonen or
1: Massa. There's not a chance.
0: He could have lost. Well, the thing was, wasn't it? Ferrari had basically explained to him Raikkonen was going to be coming in as the number one. You either let Massa have a Formula One career or you potentially lose out to the young flying Finn and then a lot of those titles that you've recently won, when Kimi was breaking down every other weekend, get <laughs> called into question Though no,
1: Kimi 03 wasn't that bad, Kimi was a reliability-wise I know 05 was shocking, but that was Alonso who won that in the end.
0: Yep, very true as well
1: So yeah, I mean if you, like, I'll, I'll say 99, 06 and arguably 07, 08 but that's already 9 without those arguable ones and he did win 7 and I think I mean he turned a lot of people off F1 just because of how dominant he was which is not necessarily a good thing but I I struggle to I struggle to go against the big Michael
0: I I think we've just got to ask ourselves one final question haven't we here (laughs) you put these two at their peak on a racetrack together who's walking away with the (laughs) win
1: I think if you if you put them off in a one off race probably Senna but over a championship probably Schumacher
0: Really? At their peak I think... at their peak, do you still reckon Senna was making mistakes? Because what we're really what we're basically asking each other is who ultimately is just that bit quicker.
1: I I I mean whatever I know you're gonna you you're in charge of the mouse, so Senna's <laughs> gonna be crowned. But <laughs> I I will not have my mind changed.
0: <laughs> I think we are gonna have to agree to disagree here. We are,
1: we? we are. And let us know in the comments because I know, well, the whole thing. Has been quite, quite, like, mostly we've agreed, but this yeah. one I will not agree.
0: <laughs> we, we won't, we won't, agree, we won't back down on this one. Right, I'm going to give you one last statement then, Jamie. Okay.
1: Closing statements.
0: Michael Schumacher <laughs> said Senna was the greatest driver of all time.
1: Yeah, of course he did. They're all too humble at the top. None of them are going to say, don't, I don't am the greatest, that, are they? No,
0: no, don't, but he could have picked out any other driver. He could have picked out Alain Prost, he could have picked out Fangio, he could have picked out anyone. Schumacher yeah, but said apart. Senna was the greatest Formula One driver. But that's just of all having time.
1: knowledge, because everyone knows that Senna's better than Prost and Fangio.
0: So you're saying Michael Schumacher was clever enough to know Senna was the greatest to ever do it?
1: The greatest apart from himself. But he wouldn't say that. Let us know what you think. We, in the really, comments are up,
0: <laughs> we really are going to end up finishing this without a conclusion. Actually, you know what?
1: You're, you're going to give it Senna. I don't, I, I'll sleep well at night, but I will disagree with you. What are you doing? I didn't actually see that. Oh, yes. What a guy.
0: We've done a lot of these based on raw numbers. We have. And as much as I love Senna, I can only talk hypotheticals. Exactly. It should also mean that Hamilton won got, the whole thing, but...
1: Schumacher's got seven plus a load of hypotheticals.
0: Hamilton also therefore should have probably yeah. won the entire thing. But will, will you agree to concede then that Hamilton's better than Schumacher? Uh, no, actually, how? No, okay. I'm, I'm trying to push my luck there. Fair enough.
1: Lost to Fair George enough. Russell you equal machinery.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that went about as well as we expected it to, didn't it, Jamie? It did. It was it, no, it was no, good fun. fun to to see us out ready for the festive period. We will hopefully be back next week. Uh, we're going to do quite a fun. We've basically got an idea to do sort of like a quiz for the f1 2022 season it's just going to be asking each other questions um just obviously from the 2022 campaign but of course as well i think we just both want to say you know a massive thank you to all of you for the insane support on the podcast this year you know this year we finally came up with a name for the show which was quite good because <laughs> it ran tick. it ran through most of last year without a name which was always quite funny um, but, you know, we've had a lot of fun with it this year. You know, next year we've got big, big things planned as well. So we cannot thank you guys enough. You know, for those of you that are early on listeners, it is greatly, greatly appreciated. And hopefully, you know, by the end of 2023, you know, we're going to be able to have some really fun stories to look back on as well. But Jamie, as well, quickly, I just want to say to you, you, know, I wish you a merry, merry Christmas. Um, you, you know, too. happy holidays to everyone as well that is listening. And yeah, like I said, we'll be back next week uh, with a bit of a fun sort of 2022 quiz before. Well, I mean, really from... The first week of January, we're going to be all looking towards New Year, aren't we, Jamie? Yeah, it's all eyes in front. So, thank you all so much for listening, and we will be back very, very soon with more Knowing Wheel.